What if you could be doing something smarter with your money that creates income now? If you're wanting to get ahead financially and enjoy greater freedom of choice, if you want a comfortable retirement and you know you'll have more choices if you can do more with your money now, if you've wondered who else is creating ways to make their money work for them and you want actionable ideas with honest pros and cons and no fluff, welcome to the Richer Geek Podcast. We're here helping people find creative ways to build wealth and financial freedom. I'm Mike Stoller, and in this podcast, you'll hear from others who are already doing these things and learn how you can too. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Richer Geek Podcast. Um, pleased to have Mike Silvestrini. Uh, with us today, he's a co-founder and managing partner at Energia, which is a renewable energy retail investment platform. Uh, should be a very interesting conversation. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing well, Mike. How about yourself? Good. Not as good as you, where you're <laughs> at, but I'm trying to stay cool. Um, <laughs> so we're going to talk about renewable energy and what your company does Um First off, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in the renewable energy platform. Sure. Um, so I'm from Connecticut and uh, born and raised and spent a lot of time traveling in my younger years. And then when I was 27, I started a solar energy company called Green Skies. And uh, it was very early stages of the industry in, in 2007, 2008 timeframe. And uh, I didn't know much about business. And we basically created Green Skies to be a project developer. So this is the, you know, the link in the value chain that does most of the work. We, we used to get the customers, uh, buy the equipment, install the product, go get the financing, uh, build the project, and then usually uh, as often as we could own them, uh, maintain them, and collect their revenue on a long-term basis. And, uh, you know, through that experience, uh, I was founder and CEO of the business for nine years, learned a lot uh, of business and about solar energy as an asset class. And we wound up building somewhere around 400 to 450 solar projects for customers like Walmart, and Target and Amazon, some of these great credits. And uh, we were able to parlay those relationships into one of the larger commercial and industrial solar companies in the U.S. And then in 2017, my partners and I, we decided uh, it would be a good time for us to sell the company. Uh, we exited that business in 2017. And uh, at that point in time, I went from being sort of an executive at a solar development company to becoming an investor and starting to think about, uh, you know, how does money really work? And uh, what are my other asset class options? and going and hiring, you know, sort of financial advisors and registered investment advisors, as many of us do, and uh, handing over, you know, my precious treasure uh, to somebody I had just met and kind of feeling a little uncomfortable about that and being an entrepreneur, you know, and being uh, basically an expert in a, in a particular asset class being solar energy projects, uh, I eventually figured, you know, I, I better stick with what I'm good at here. And uh, as a, on a personal level, started investing back into solar again. And then Energia came around 
as a way to share this asset class with more individuals, because I think it's um, timely uh, that more people start to take a look at solar energy as uh, an alternative to either bonds or real estate or crypto or uh, stocks. And, you know, a lot of people are overweight in various uh, either stocks or, or alternatives right now. And they're looking for new stuff, new ideas that aren't wild. You know, there's a lot of crazy stuff out there. But I think that solar energy is a very um, sensible asset class that uh, needs to be part of the story um, for people's portfolios going forward. So that's that's how it all started. Yeah. yeah and I agree with you. It's especially in, in today's world where you just don't know what's going to happen uh, with different type of asset classes. It's so mm-hmm. good and, and so important to be diversified. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. You, know, it, the, you just don't know, you know, China sneezes and stock market does something or something happens, but you always have to have, if, if one thing goes down and another thing goes up, one thing goes sideways, you know, you have two things that are stabilized. So it's, it's really good. Um, That's right. Now, what you have in Energia is a platform for people to invest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, what type of regulation are you guys under with the SEC? What type of um, investment are you talking about with? Sure. Yeah. So basically, we wanted to figure out a way to take solar energy projects Um and be able to share them with multiple investors, but not only accredited investors, but also uh, non-accredited investors. <laughs> and uh, we weren't sure how to do that at first, and then stumbled across uh, you know, Regulation D, which is mm-hmm. sort of your typical friends and family structure. A lot of real estate is done this way. If As long as everybody's accredited, um, you know, you can aggregate a bunch of folks together and buy stuff and invest together with it. But that was pretty limiting for us because number one, with Regulation D, like I said, everybody has to be credited. And number two, uh, FINRA and the SEC have some strict guidelines on your ability to market and share that investment opportunity with others. Well, that's not going to help uh, an online platform, uh, you know, get people aware of the asset class. So then we uh, got smart and switched over to this Regulation A mm-hmm. uh, archetype, which is really just kind of come of age recently. Uh, and this allows us to not only um, raise up to $75 million per year per investment thesis, um, and to do that for both accredited and non-accredited investors, but it also allows a market these securities broadly. And um it's a relatively long process, uh, somewhere between a full S1 you know, IPO process uh, and a Reg D process. I'd put it sort of uh, about in the, in the middle there, uh, bureaucratically and administratively. And then you know, we have our typical uh, standard procedures for audited financial statements and standard reporting back to the SEC each year about the performance of each of these funds. And uh, we've stood up four of those now. Uh, and we're working on a pair of new ones as well. And what we do is we take uh, a broad view of global solar industry, and we try to predict where returns are going to be highest. And that's really been the art form of a solar developer uh, from my past. You know, for the last 15 years, we've been trying to pick the markets, kind of like the way a real estate person does. Uh, where's where's the next hot bubble? 
uh, only instead of just looking at the United States, we look at the whole world. And when we think we've spotted something, uh, we put together an investment thesis around that idea, that product, if you will. And then we take that and go through the SEC process. Uh, we get it green lighted by the SEC and then post that onto our website so that we start aggregating capital from investors who are interested in participating. And then Energia, uh, our business manages the process of finding and identifying, underwriting, uh, buying, and then managing those solar projects that meet that investment thesis. Fairly, fairly straightforward. It is. And so what are they actually buying when they invest? Is so it you're buying part of the issuer entity. There's like, a, you know, we call it a holding company, a hold co. You know, it's a Delaware LLC. And when you come on our line, you click a button, you invest in something, you're buying shares of that LLC. So now you're a pro rata shareholder mm-hmm. of a company in Delaware. And that company in Delaware all it does in this world is buys projects of a particular flavor. And that flavor is what's described in the offering circular. And uh, it's managed by us. The company has no employees. So we like that. Um, you're not paying for you know, corporate operating expenses uh, or management teams. You just own the equity in the projects. Mm-hmm. And uh, y- your capital is aggregated with capital from us. Other investors who click that same button and then used to acquire these solar projects. Mm-hmm. Now, once uh, the portfolio or the holding company owns a project that we, it, sometimes we're constructing them and we're going to get paid the best when we take a little construction risk, we get involved with the project earlier as opposed to just buying operational asset. Uh, and since we're uh, experienced in that, we like uh, buying projects a little bit earlier, building them right out, out of that portfolio. And then uh, they turn on and uh, the sun starts shining, wax those solar panels, produces electricity. We have already pre-sold that electricity under long-term contract, generally uh, 15 to 20 years. So all the electricity is sold as we generate it. We collect the revenue from that. And then we pay some operating expenses. We pay uh, for insuring uh, operations and maintenance of the plant. And then whatever's left over gets shipped back up to the holding company. And then a hundred percent of the money uh, in the holding company's bank account at the end of the month gets dispersed pro rata to the shareholders. So it's a really direct ownership of these solar assets. Uh, and then if the solar assets uh, exceed uh, the hurdle, uh, which changes based off of um you know, the different types of products we offer, that's all described in the offering circular, then we take a rake. So we get paid uh, to get out there, find great projects, do a great job of managing them and getting uh, excellent returns to our investors. So that's, uh, that's essentially the product. And most of the projects, uh, commercial? Yeah, we tend to find that for really, really big projects, um, institutional capital is a great fit. Pension funds, Goldman Sachs, they're perfect buyers of ginormous solar projects. Uh, but those guys have a harder time uh, making investments into projects that are smaller. And for us, that means sort of a uh, million to $5 million per project. That's a, really the sweet spot for us. Uh, and it's a little too small for the Goldman guys to spend their time underwriting that deal. So they're not in, they're not competing against us. And that gives us an opportunity to, uh, get a great 
return on investment because there's not as much competition here beating down the cost of capital. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also don't mess around with residential projects. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, that's not really where our experience is. Uh, and uh, it's hard enough to manage, you know, portfolios of $5 million deals. I couldn't imagine manage, managing portfolios of $20,000 deals. That would be <laughs> a lot more uh, maintenance and administrative processing. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let the uh, energy companies and Elon Musk Right, have at it. Have at it, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, right. Now, you said you also invest in foreign companies. So, how does that work? I I can't imagine like all the different tax differentials and and all the different. You know, or do you co-mingle the funds, or do you sit there and say, "Hey, I, I have a fund that is in." Asia that you can invest in, and it does not commingle with something you may have in a different country. Or that's right. You know, we keep all the projects of a similar type in a bucket, and then we take those buckets, and that's in our marketplace, so that our customers can pick and choose. You know, which types of uh, investment theses they prefer. Um, and the way I look at it is uh, to do this correctly. Uh, we really try to encourage our investors to diversify within our product. So pick some of the Brazil stuff, pick some of the Europe stuff, pick some of the U.S.-based stuff, because we're going to make you a solar cocktail. And uh, you know, we're, we're trying to make sure that it, it's, it's a great cocktail. And I view the United States stuff as sort of the ice. Not very flavorful, but definitely ballasts the drink and, and makes sure that uh, you can't have a real cocktail without it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we punctuate that with some emerging market projects uh, where we're getting, instead of getting sort of sixes to 8% IRRs, which are contracted investment grade, you know, US dollar denominated projects, very firm stuff. Uh, and we like that, but it's not that exciting and it's hard to retire off six to 8%. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we also like to blend in some stuff from, ex- for example, Brazil. And we really picked a winner in Brazil. It has mm-hmm. been a phenomenally explosive market. Uh, returns for projects there are in the 16 to 18% return by the time uh, it gets back to our clients. And that includes foreign exchange and the mm-hmm. types of risks that we anticipate encountering there. Uh, we have a, a large operation in Brazil. In fact, Energia will be the second or third largest solar company down in Brazil this year. So we're set up to manage those assets pretty well. Uh, We have several hundred million dollars worth of investments down there uh, that we manage. um, And we think it's great. And we think it's a great complement to those US portfolios. Uh, We also have an Africa product. Uh, I think Africa is an overlooked market. You know, you say the word Africa and most American investors run the other direction, right? Unless they're sort of impact minded guys. Uh, I wouldn't say that we're impact minded. I'd say that we're opportunistic. And um, we think there's a lot of great customers in Africa that have been overlooked. And we think customers in Africa need solar uh, more than most other markets because electricity is very undependable. It's unreliable. And your only other alternative is diesel generators, which are super expensive. So we can price pretty well there. We can make some good returns. And when we get customers like either a hundred year old university in Cape town or uh, the largest telecommunications company in Africa, where we feel comfortable with the credit uh, and we can get into those sort of 14, 15% 
IR range for contracted stuff, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and bag that and then present that to our investors who will make ultimately their own choice. But um, the best way to use our product is to mix, you know, if you think about how much you want to invest in renewables as a percentage of your overall investment strategy, take that amount and then divide it again, once again, uh, into the different uh, diversified buckets that we're offering mm -hmm. so that you can have the best of both worlds, the impact, uh, the yield and the security that different markets offer. It's very interesting. You know, how would you... Um... You know, when looking at the different countries, including the United States, how receptive are the different countries in allowing you to come in and, and want solar power and they're giving you um, access to what you need? You know, are, are you are different companies more open minded than others? Yeah, definitely. They're, they range in their receptivity to the energy transition. But at the end of the day, Mike, everybody is part of this. This energy transition is happening. There's no stopping, stopping it, and it's happening on a global scale. So we're basically able to install solar power generation assets in any market of our choice. And it's up to us to figure out which ones are going to be the best risk-adjusted returns for our customers and for ourselves. We're heavily invested in this. As I mentioned in the introduction, you know, uh, few people are as overweight in this asset class than me because uh, we really think this is a great asset class and um, it's complementary to the stocks. And, uh, you know, I have, I have some crypto in there, which, you know, took a, took a little bit of a beating today. And what's nice about solar is it doesn't really take a beating. Um, once you own the asset and you're producing electricity and you're selling that electricity, uh, it's pretty consistent stuff. Um, we have a little bit of seasonality because some months are sunnier than others, but over the long run, um, we can really articulate our projections very, very close to what we actually get. And right now we're within just a couple bips of our projections, uh, lifetime and our investors have realizable digit returns, uh, throughout there's no. Uh, no client uh, at Energy uh, that hasn't realized double-digit returns, even those that uh, you know are, have a strong preference for the U.S. portfolio. And and you're seeing that the solar, as far as all the other different type of renewable energy sources out there, uh, what's your outlook on? It's just going to grow, and it's just going to be. Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, trillions of dollars. Uh, we're talking about something in that right now there's about 350 billion to 400 billion a year invested in renewables worldwide. And uh, it's simply not enough. Uh, we need to get, get that number up to closer to a trillion dollars a year to truly uh, reverse climate change before uh, it has its way with us. And uh, where's that extra $500 billion going to come from? Mm -hmm. And we're, we're proposing here that why not it come from uh, the concerned investor citizens? You know, why don't we take care of our own business here? And that's what we made this product for really is a, uh, is a tool to address climate change for people who have that concern and view that as a liability to put their money uh, directly towards its mitigation uh, and not relying on any other party or government or anything like that. But, uh, you know, this, this tool uh, could be part of a solution that ushers capital to this important new infrastructure. Yeah, you know, I think that is very important. You know, I, I can see it's something that we have to do, right? I mean, we have to get away from the fossil fuels. We have to, you know, whether we can get there 100% or not, because we still need steel, we still need, 
mm-hmm. you know, some of those things, but you know, planes, planes yeah. you know, Fight, fighter jets, <laughs> fighter <laughs> jets, you know, yeah. it, you know, so, but if we can go into a lot of, a lot more solar, a lot more, maybe hydrogen, a lot more nuclear, you know, some, mm-hmm. some of those different types of things, I think it's, it, it's so important. Um, getting back into the different funds and what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. Now we talked about Reg D. Uh, I'm sure people in self-directed IRAs they can. Absolutely, that's probably our broadest, uh, you know, a base of customers are using their retirement plan because yeah. retirement plans are their very nature, sort of long-term, long time horizon. Mm-hmm. And uh, solar really aligns itself well. When you have a 20-year contract, you align that with a self-directed IRA and compound those dividends because uh, you can't really withdraw them anyways. So you take those dividends and every month when we distribute them, you buy more, more solar stocks. And mm-hmm. uh, it's, a, it's a great way to build wealth. Yeah, yeah I, I absolutely agree. Um, before we wrap up, you know, let's talk about you have any current projects, you know, anything that's I'm, I'm uh, deeply in love with our Brazilian portfolio, to be honest with you. Um, the U.S. stuff, is, we feel like we have to have it because our investors are American and um, they want to see that opportunity there. And that's great. But uh, for me, um, you know, I, I have my the majority of my investments in my own company here are into the Brazilian assets because it's just hard to get that type of return on such a long term basis, on such a consistent basis. And uh, they're beautiful projects, and um, we have lots of them. And, uh, you know, the, they're open for investments. And are they uh, have like a five-year or seven-year hold? Or, you know, is, is, is there a... It's a three-year holding period, and then you can click, click the sell button and hop off the bus, and somebody will buy your ticket and hop on the dividends bus. Mm-hmm. And you can see that... Um, so obviously you start off holding a security, uh, which is the ownership of that asset. And the value of that security is directly uh, the value of the asset. And then as we start selling uh, power and time marches on, the asset's depreciating. But uh, so the value of the stock would go down, but you're replacing that with cash. And over time, you gradually, uh, if, if, the pro- if the portfolio only owned one project, uh, you would gradually trade uh, the value of the stock for the cash dividends until you had no more stock. The stock was worthless because the asset is uh, decommissioning. And instead you've uh, you have more cash in your, in your pocket. Uh, investment minimum. 100 bucks. The idea That's is it. anybody can play. Anybody there you can go. Play. And uh, how can people get a hold of you? You know, they're interested. These people want, want to get involved. How do they do it? You know, my email is Mike at Energia, E-N-E-R-G-E-A dot com. And, uh, you know, one of uh, the guys I would reach out to, if you're interested in learning more about this asset class or our product is Tyler, our head of investor relations. And his email is Tyler at Energia dot com. We're both available and love talking about this stuff and love sharing this asset class with more people. And uh, website, Energia dot com. Uh, they can learn. Yes, sir. Learn anything they want to, and uh, I'm sure you guys are yeah, on check there. Check the videos. The videos. Okay. Yeah, we try to. We try to. You know, these assets might be far away, and you might wonder what they're like. So we try to bring them home to our investors through video a lot. And uh, so please, uh, you know, take a moment and and check them out. See what you think. 
Fantastic. Well, Mike, I appreciate you being on. Thank you for taking this, uh, this platform that is very important in the world, I think, and bringing it to the mass of people that we are able to invest in the future of the planet and uh, all those types of things. You know, I, I think it's just so important that, you know, there needs to be more people out there that, that uh, have the passion that you do and uh, allow people to come in and also uh, feel good about what they're doing and investing. So I appreciate it. And thank you so much for coming on. Ben Michael, thank you very much for having me. Thanks for tuning in to the Richer Geek Podcast, where we're helping others find creative ways to build wealth and financial freedom. For today's show notes, including all the links and resources from our show and more information about our guests, visit us at www.therichergeek.com slash podcast. And don't forget to jump over to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and hit the subscribe button. Share with others who could benefit from listening and leave a rating and review to get the podcast in front of more eyes. I appreciate you and thanks for listening.